Welcome to Chatsunami. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Chatsunami. My name's Satsunami and joining me to celebrate a very special collaboration, that of course being the Scottish podcast collaboration, is none other than, is it safe to say the mastermind behind it all? God, I think that's giving me too much credit. <laughs> You've done amazing work. But yes, it's none other than the fantastic Dawn from Scottish Murders Podcast. So Dawn, welcome to Chatsunami. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. <laughs> so yeah, how are you doing tonight? Great. Really good. It's nice to be speaking to you. Yeah, no, it's great to have you on because as we were talking about before we started recording this episode, yeah, trying to align the planets to get together to record and everything has just been, oh, it's been all over, hasn't it? We've been trying for a while, haven't we? <laughs> but we did it. We made it. <laughs> yeah, we've just got like a circle of um, iron brew bottles, a wee tunnet's tea cake in the middle, just trying to summon each other. <laughs> <laughs> summon the sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If that's not the most Scottish image you can think of. Um. <laughs> well, you must mince some tatties. Then there's that in there somewhere as well. Aye, that, that is true. You know, play a wee bagpipe lullaby um, with a Hey Jimmy hat on. You got it. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, see rituals in Scotland, they must be either a blast or just absolutely horrifying to watch from an outsider's <laughs> perspective. You must be thinking, what are they do? <laughs> A chaotic Kaylee, as they call it. Yeah, is that what they call it? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> for obvious reasons and for legal reasons, as I look in the corner, yes. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned at the beginning, this is of course part of the Scottish podcast collaboration which you yourself have been tirelessly working on. You've been inviting all sorts of uh, Scottish podcasters and can I just say, see before you organise this, like I had no idea, and this probably shows my ignorance, but I had no idea there were so many Scottish podcasts out there. No, I know, I'm the same. Everybody says that, that I've spoken to. They've made, you know, through the collaboration, they found um, other podcasts they like to listen to and they found people you know new friends so yeah it's been really good that's all it was really about just to make everybody more aware of each other and you know you're not alone <laughs> like the exiles in yeah. scotland <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been good. Just out of curiosity though, what actually inspired you to start the collaboration? Because I mean, this is like a good couple of months in the making. You'll find it's been six months in the making, but okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm only joking. I was being modest. <laughs> It was because I'm part of a lot of groups on social media and most of them as a met are American and I just see everybody helping each other, you know, American ones helping each other and helping me promoting each other and I just thought, well, that's lovely and everything, but it would be lovely to do the same thing but with Scottish podcasts and for us to promote each other because, you know, that's who we are. We've got our own little, our little team. <laughs> I just wanted to make everybody aware that, you know, Scotland have got something to show as well. We've got good podcasts too. Oh no, absolutely. And you're completely right. I was exactly the same when I was looking on Twitter and things. I was like, American, American, Canadian, American. Oh, there, there's an English one. Uh, yes. American, American, American. You know, <laughs> and you keep going through them all and then you're like, you know, the Scottish... And you will find like one or two maybe. But yeah, you're completely right. The majority are, no offence to American podcasts. No, but, not at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it is. It's just the majority of them are very much... American orientated. No, it was just I wanted to sort of recreate the camaraderie they've got over there. They're all, you know, the groups I'm in, they all help each other. You know, they're they're all there for each other. And I thought, I want to kind of recreate that for us. So that's why I did it. And if I do say so myself, you've done a fantastic job of that. (laughs) (laughs) Why, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) To put it modestly. Yes, I know. I'll be very modest. Not at all. (laughs) Yes, um, for the record, as you can hear by your accents, we are indeed not American, so we, we don't take those kind of compliments <laughs> as well. No, we don't. <laughs> no, it's been good. Just nice meet, meeting people, meeting everybody, like you said. I'm aware of so many more people than Scottish podcasts than I was before. I had no idea myself. And it's just scratching the surface as well. There's so many more out there that weren't able to be part of it this time or that we're taking a break. So, yeah, there's a lot of us out there. I know, it's like the Scottish bat signal. Just like, yeah, <laughs> there's they... more of us. Come here. <laughs> There's also small businesses as well. They took part too, and they're um, appearing in some podcasts, and some other businesses gave us some of their products to, you know, sample and review. And it's just all been really nice helping each other. Are there any uh, notable ones you can tell us about? Well, there's three of them. It was whittled down to three, sadly. Adventures Around Scotland. She's going on Scots Way Hey podcast. She plans visits to Scotland if people want to go and visit Scotland. She does itineraries for them and she's got a blog all about where to visit. So she's all about that. The Scottish Ghost Company, who myself, Scottish Murders podcast, and Scottish and Scared, we did a collab together where we did a ghost hunt. So they hosted that for us and came along and did that. And Spellbound Keith Ness, she's got lots of spooky and spooky products. And yeah, she gave us some samples and to some of the girls and they were doing reviews for her. So yeah, it's been good. Honestly, it has been fantastic just seeing how it's grown from when you started it, when you were reaching out to other podcasters. And I mean, look at it now. It's just absolutely exploded. Yeah, We're getting the Scottish Banner magazine. I don't know whether you've heard of that. It's um, a digital magazine and they've kindly put in an ad for the Scottish collab as well in their magazine and it goes all over the world. So that was really kind of them to do that. Well, that is lovely. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, they're getting a shout out as well. (laughs) It's like, well, if you haven't heard of them before, you've heard of them now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they do lots of things. They're just all about, you know, highlighting what goes on in Scotland. They do, you know, when the the Highland Games come, they they go and do that. And they just highlight all the Scottish things, all the things that are happening in Scotland for people that are abroad. So it's a good magazine. Turning it back on your own podcast for a second, because, of course, it wouldn't be a Scottish podcast collaboration without, indeed, the podcast. (laughs) propping that up. I'm just curious because of course you run a absolutely fantastic true crime podcast. I was listening to a couple today as well. It's both amazing as it is horrifying just the way you yourself recount a lot of the details about these certain crimes and things. So I'm quite curious to hear what was it about true crime? Why did you choose that as a particular topic to base your podcast around? I've always been interested in crime um, even when I was younger, it was all, it was started off, you know, things like Taggart, so not real true crime, you know, just fictional. And it just sort of evolved over the years. And it, um, I listened to a lot of true crime podcasts. And again, it was mostly American and murders, murder, whatever it is. But I wanted to find out more about murders or do a podcast about murders from where I'm from, where places that I know, because I don't know America. I've not been to America. So that's why I did that. But it's just always, yeah, I've always been interested. I don't know why. I just, it's not the gruesome. It's not the, the, the gruesomeness part of it. it's just I like to know everything I'm nosy yeah. <laughs> I like to know everything so just fascinated 
even when I was reading, when I would listen to podcasts um, about the true crimes, I'd go on after the episode. I'd go on and find out what I could myself. I'm just curious. So I wanted to highlight more Scottish murders. And I mean, you're completely right. Like, with a lot of true crime podcasts especially, they always go further, and again, I'm not going to name names of anyone, but they always focus on very prolific cases, murderers, or you know, just in general, the crime itself, they always go for the high-profile ones. So it's quite nice to see that you're giving a voice to crimes that are going on of course in Scotland, and yeah, being able to highlight those as well, that I don't think, again, that might show my ignorance about the true crime scene but I don't think American podcasts would necessarily pick up on such cases for the most part you know unless it was a bit more high profile so it is definitely you know fantastic that you are highlighting these issues. Just kind of going off on that is there a particular and apologies if I'm putting you on the spot here but is there a particular episode that if someone's coming into Scottish murders for the first time is there a particular episode you would recommend or you know you would say okay start off here and then see how you go oh no <laughs> <laughs> I know I know I apologize it's payback isn't it I asked you the same question <laughs> I know apologies right, it was okay. too good a question <laughs> There's a couple for a few different reasons. The first one would be the Love Triangles one, the Kinky Cottage, because a lot of people have, for some reason, that one seems to be the most popular, you know, for people coming in. That one seems to be the one that they'll go to first. It's had a lot of listens. Another one for me was, that I like, was the Miscarriage of Justice one about Stuart Gear. I don't really tend to get very emotional or... It doesn't, it doesn't penetrate with me. I can just be quite impassive about it. But that one got to me a little bit. That was important for me, that one. And the one that I always talk about is the George Murdoch murder in Aberdeen in 1983 because that one's still unsolved and I'm actually in touch with the family members regularly and they're still trying desperately to get that solved so that one's important to me as well. So there's three I would give a go <laughs> No, they're, they're definitely good choices. Like uh, as I said I've been listening through them. I would say regularly because it's definitely and maybe it's just my sensibilities like listening to true crime but you know I'll listen to some of them and some of the cases you talk about are just so brutal. The aftermath of course, the fallout of said crime. See, talking about true crime itself, do you ever feel any difficulties like talking about these cases in particular? Like I said, I don't. I'm able to really mean to sound really cold, but it doesn't bother me. I can be quite standoffish and children, that I can't deal with. I do very little children being murdered because that's something that I would struggle with. So I try and avoid that if I can. Some people do request them and I'll cover them, but that's not my first choice. But no, the only one that really got to me was the Stuart Gear one, the miscarriage of justice. Just it was just that was sad that one. But nobody else, no. Because I mean, as I said, it is like quite a difficult topic. And out of curiosity, and feel free to pass on this question if you want. But there's a lot of podcasts that I've seen in the past. There's a lot of people that I mean, just going back to your podcast for a second. Yours is absolutely fantastic. You know, you give all the facts. You give a very clear narrative. Your accent's fantastic. Can I just say? <laughs> when you're reading it all out 
you know, you do an absolutely fantastic job, but there's a lot of podcasts that I've listened to kind of on and off where, uh, obviously, I don't want to target any in particular, but they kind of sensationalise the topic of true crime. They try to make it quite entertaining is probably the wrong word. Like, you want people to be engaged, but at the same time, you don't want them to be, you know, missing the point. There's a way to tell a story, I think, to make it interesting. You don't have to. That's something I don't do. I don't sensationalise. I just tell you all the facts. I don't try not to give an opinion either because it's not what it's about it's not about me it's about just telling the story of the victim because they're important that's what's important for me you don't it doesn't need to be dramatized or anything that's not what scottish murders is about it's just telling you the story in depth as i can giving you the facts and then it's up to you to make your decision about what you think kind of going off of that for people who might be listening and they might be thinking oh i want to start a true crime podcast is there any advice like any do's or don'ts you would recommend to them. You want a lot of support, so you want to reach out to people, speak to people. There's so many people in the true crime community. It's a lovely community, and they'll all be there to help you and promote you and support you. Just speak to people. Don't alienate yourself, and don't buy expensive mics until you know what you're getting. (laughs) You know what you're talking about, because I spent money and it was the wrong one at the beginning. So now I know a little bit more, I get the right one, but so don't rush it. Do a bit more planning. <laughs> That's what I would say. Speak to people and do a little more planning with your equipment. I mean, to be fair, that is very good advice because, I mean, we were talking as well about how there's a lot of podcasters out there who... Have you ever come across these types of podcasters that you get the casual podcasters and then you get people who are like, oh, you should use like an XLR mic and you should use all the buttons and dials. And it's quite intimidating when you're just starting out. It really is. And I didn't meet the right people when I first started out, so... I got the wrong thing but then you get into the groups and you start to meet people and um, they've been doing it a lot longer than you and tell you the right thing but still a long way to go (laughs) but it's getting better (laughs) am i right in saying that you started your podcast in 2021 yeah we did July. But it was planning for a long time before that. And I said that I rushed in. I rushed into buying equipment without knowing what I was doing. But I planned for about a year before that. So I had a lot of episodes behind me because I knew I take a lot of time to do each episode. I don't like to be rushed because I enjoy the research. So I had a lot behind me because I knew I was going to, you know, I know how long it takes me. So I knew I had to have quite a lot behind me so I wouldn't struggle. So there was a lot of planning went on in that side of it. Just not every side of it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on, see just the podcasting community as a whole, I'm going to be honest, I think that going from something like Twitch streaming myself to podcasting, I feel as if the podcasting community is so, for the majority, is just so supportive. Would you say the same? Or? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, like you've been so lucky, every group that I went in, people just want to help you and support you. No matter what genre your podcast is, they're just so welcoming, ask any questions, everything. So no, it's a really really lovely community so yeah it's nice to be part of it and i couldn't have said it better myself to be honest well yeah. <laughs> that's what the true the true crime community is lovely is your one like that as well then because i know they're obviously we don't cross as much do we you know because we're different genres but i have to admit i don't think i've ever like dipped my toes into the true crime aspect because like for chats and Ami, it's more of a variety podcast where we talk about not always about light-hearted things but again it's about like video games movies you know that kind of thing but yeah I, I know what you mean for the most part i do think the majority of podcasters are very supportive you do get the odd one mind of course oh, yeah. don't you you got you get that everywhere though it's oh i absolutely like you say it's just the 
minority, though, not a majority. It's quite nice to hear that the true crime community is like so supportive, especially as what we're saying, like you obviously deal with very heavy topics and real life crimes and things. It must be quite nice to know that there is a community that do support one another. It is, and they really do, like I say, I'm in groups, which is just true crime. And a lot of people do struggle with the topics, and but they feel safe to come into the group and talk about it and say that they're struggling with their mental health because it does affect a lot of people in these kind of ways. But they've got a nice, safe community and they can just talk about it and get help and support and, you know, get everything they need. So, yeah, we're all there for each other. It's really nice. Honestly, that makes me really happy to hear, I have to say, because <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, obviously, as I said, we deal with like a lot of relatively lighthearted topics. There's a couple of like topics that might kind of go down the deep end, but to think if you're going through topics that are constantly going to be quite mature and, you know, quite depressing, dare I say. Yeah, the fact you've got this network of people to support you, it's, yeah, no, it's really nice to hear. Yeah, I'm glad they've got that because, you know, it could be the opposite. It could be like, you know, you're seen as competition and they won't help each other, but it's not. They're just seen as they all help each other and it's not competition. You're there to, you know, build each other up rather than tear each other down. So it's, it's a lovely community. Would you say that's something that applies to, like, the wider podcast community that they don't see one another as competition? Like, for example, as I was saying, with things like streaming or content creation out with podcasting, a lot of people see others and they think, oh, I want to be a part of that because they're popular or, oh, I want to bring them down because they're more popular than me. But would you say that's the opposite for podcasting? Certainly the groups that I'm in. And like I say, it's not just true crime groups. There's lots of other genres that I'm involved with as well. I've been so lucky. Everybody I've come across is the same. They're just There's nobody that's tried to bring anybody else down. It's just to build up and support and there's no oh they're better than me I don't like them or I'm jealous there's not it's like you're all just congratulations and any achievement you have it's just really good no that's really good to hear especially when you're starting out it can be quite rough can't it when you're starting out in a new you know like a new platform you're thinking oh I'm gonna put myself out there like have you ever had that feeling where when you're just starting out and you feel I mean you could be the complete opposite of me by the way so apologies Mm -hmm. if I'm projecting you but you know like did you ever feel anxious when you started that you were putting yourself out there as a podcaster yeah yeah yeah. So i get anxious after because you want not want to be like but you want your episodes to be enjoyed appreciated you know that the effort you've put into them so yes there's that there's still today every episode that goes out i think oh god are they going to like this one i hope they're going to like this one i hope i'm going to get likes so i still get listens so i still think that today but when i first started out i i'm not very technical at all i don't do i didn't do social media i had no i didn't do anything so when i first started out i had to start on every platform and learn it all from nothing and I didn't know what the hell I was doing <laughs> but thankfully there was one girl who's one one podcaster she I don't know took me under her wing and she got me into every group and every you know everybody friended me that way so that was really helpful but that was I was anxious about that because I didn't have a clue I just didn't do social media at all so that was really daunting I have to know what sort of post you do I mean you know, it's got to be the right you've got to be the right size and <laughs> know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> well, I still don't, to be honest. But... <laughs> oh, same, yeah. <laughs> Out of curiosity, like, what's the social media that you found most difficult to, like, navigate and promote the podcast on? I started off spending a lot of time on Twitter and I kind of neglected Facebook and Instagram and I got a lot of traction with Twitter, but then it was mainly other podcasters so I thought, right, I'll try something else. So I tried, I moved away and I went on to Instagram. So no, I think if you concentrate on it and you're, you know, you're giving it a push, I still it's, like it's been all right in every platform, really. I've just started on YouTube as well, and that's going to be a slow burn, I think. 
yeah. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not concentrating on that one. I'm just like, just put them up and leave them. Put the videos up, leave them. <laughs> That's as far as I've done with that. <laughs> oh no, I'm the absolute same. I've just I use an app called I think it's Headliner, where whenever you publish an episode, it automatically puts the video of the podcast onto YouTube, and uh, that's all I do really so far. I'm just like, okay, put it in this machine, post it to YouTube, just leave it nice and <laughs> nice in a corner. Don't wake it up with any views. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. just simple, just fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not the best in that. There's a couple of people I'm going to have to learn, try a wee bit harder. I think on social media, I do. I'm not the best on it, but yeah, it's so time consuming, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Four platforms to be dealing with. Oh God. <laughs> I like just doing the talking and doing the stories. I'm not. I'm not wanting to do social media. <laughs> I wish I could find somebody that would do it for me. <laughs> oh yeah, same. Um, but honestly, the one thing I would recommend is like don't post that on uh, Twitter because the amount of bots you'll get saying I can oh. promote it for you, organic no. reach. And you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> I know. Go shoot, Kelly. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> I'll not oh. do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh no, I'm totally with you because, uh, as I said, when I started out streaming, I had absolutely zero clue how to promote myself. And then, obviously, like with networking and actually talking to other creators, I found that's probably the best way rather than just like throwing your link out there. Because the amount of times I threw my link out there, like for the podcast or whatever, and I was like, why am I not viral yet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Where are my sponsorships? Come on. You know, you're tapping your non-existent watch. Like, come on. <laughs> refresh, refresh. Still nothing. <laughs> And then it's like one like from, I don't know, like user. And then it's all these numbers. And you're like, oh yeah, this is making the big numbers today. <laughs> I have to admit, the worst one I've come across, and I don't know if you've gone into the world of TikTok. No, I haven't. I can't, I can't do another one. I just can't. Don't make me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I honestly wouldn't blame you for that one. Because would you believe I put up a really stupid video? It, it was like some meme that was going around and it got a ridiculous amount of views. And I thought, oh, that's absolutely fantastic. But then I realised two like crucial things. The first thing was I didn't put a watermark on it. So nobody knew it came from Chatsunami, unless you know, they read the name underneath. And the second thing was, yeah, it was nothing to do with the podcast. Yeah. So like all the clips <laughs> upload of the podcast, yeah, it's like, oh yeah it'll be a couple of views you know anything to do with a meme or anything like that everyone goes oh yeah this is amazing this is high quality content more of this and you're like really like have you found that with like twitter like is there a particular post or anything you put up where you think that's what people are liking and not your content no i haven't gone viral at all i don't <laughs> my posts are boring i don't do anything like that i just do episodes coming out this episode's now out this is don't forget this episode is now out <laughs> that's about <laughs> what i get that's about the extent of my posts <laughs> please listen to the episode have you listened to it don't forget to listen to it <laughs> it's like come on just poking people come on it's a good podcast i swear but no i uh, totally it's it's the fear, though. See, when people are like, oh, yeah, we've got this other uh, social media app that we're going to start up, and you're like, oh, I don't want I don't want to. No, I 
<laughs> when I when everybody was panicking about Twitter because what was happening, and I was secretly like, yes, one less. <laughs> And then my husband says, well, we'll just start up another one, thinking of bringing about, oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, see, at this rate, I wouldn't be surprised if people started bringing back Bebo or MySpace, <laughs> or I feel as if that's a very Eurocentric thing, Bebo, because the amount of Americans have told that, and they go, what's a Bebo? And I'm like, you can't be serious. <laughs> it's like, come on. Show my age there. But, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But it's true though, you think, oh god, if the most popular apps like Twitter and Instagram, if they go down, then it's like, well, what now? Because YouTube is very, as you were alluding to, it's very hard to like get yourself noticed on YouTube. Do you feel that way? I haven't, honestly, I haven't tried. I haven't even told anybody I'm on um, YouTube now. I've not put it, I've not promoted it anywhere. Is that an exclusive? Yes, I haven't said a word. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not ready for it. <laughs> See, you, you'll go to bed one night and then you'll wake up and it'll just be an overnight sensation. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you want like faith in your content, my advice would definitely be to look at some of the TikTok videos and YouTube shorts that get viral. Because you watch it, you go, what the hell is this? Why is it so? Why has it got like tens of millions of views? And then you think, well, if a piece of bread falling to dramatic music can get like a hundred million <laughs> views. I mean literally there was a thing YouTube was promoting and I've got no idea who these people are, neither, don't get me wrong I'm not wishing ill will on them or anything but they literally held these like felt pens in their hands, ran it underwater and then they made a shocked face and it got like a millions of views so all I'm saying is if that's popular, there's you hope. know there's hope, <laughs> exactly that's the hope I'm clinging on to, I'm like please, <laughs> just this once <laughs> oh, do you know, I couldn't sit and think of things, right, what can we do? What a little funny thing can we do? Imagine how much time have they got in their hands to think, right, okay, let's, what about if we got these pens and put that, I mean, who thinks of that? <laughs> when you factor in day jobs and having to cook dinners <laughs> and you're like, this, no, <laughs> maybe that's just a Scottish thing and <laughs> Like Americans who come up with like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. It's like I'm too tired after work. I'm like, I've barely got enough energy sometimes to like record an episode. I'm like, you're expecting me to buy like these pens? <laughs> oh no, you expect me to go off the couch and do something after a long day work? No, 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 I couldn't be doing that. I've done that before, where I'll be watching TV with my partner, and we'll just be watching it, and then I'll turn around to her and I'll say, oh right, okay, after this, I'll go upstairs. I'll be productive, I'll, you know, do something. And then I wake up at like one in the morning <laughs> and I'm like sleeping beside her and like a puppy <laughs> is there snoring our wee head off and I'm like oh. I have not edited. <laughs> I know, but you've got to be in the mood. You've got to be in the mood, haven't you? Try and force yourself to do that is misery. Oh, absolutely. Have you ever felt like that, though? Like, yes. It's quite, yeah, it's quite... <laughs> like treacle. Oh, it really is. The amount of videos that I've like edited and I think, oh, this is quite funny to do because it's very visual and everything. But see, when you're editing podcasts, you're just looking at peaks and valleys. <laughs> audio. I know, it's a hard slog sometimes. But yes, no, see I'm like you, I like visual as well. Put me on Canva and I can just sit and play about for hours and quite happily do wee videos of this and that, but then put me in front of audacity. <laughs> no! <laughs> it, honestly, it makes you want to pay for like an editor. 
It does. It does. And then I remember you've got to pay. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I have to admit, I've like been tempted and I'll have a look at some of them and then I see the price and, you know, my innate Scottishness kicks in and I'm like... Nah, it's like you're probably more than worth your weight in gold here, but I'm <laughs> not paying like over a hundred for an hour's worth of editing. Usually they pay by or they charge it by the hour, and you think, yeah, I gab for Britain. <laughs> it's like there's no way I'm emptying out my savings just for one episode. Like, I know, I know. and again, I don't want to undervalue like editors because they do a fantastic job, but I'm like, yeah, this <laughs> not yet. We'll get there. <laughs> As you said, when we get that I am Brew slash um, yes. Tunnock's Tea Cakes money. Yeah. We'll be laughing then. I don't, I don't know if they're actually on Twitter. I don't know, actually. <laughs> I think I am Brew are, but Tunnock's are like very elusive. <laughs> oh, are they? Oh, that's the one to get then. You want them, don't you? <laughs> You'll be going up to one of the castles like Elon or something. <laughs> Just the CEO waiting for you. <laughs> I say as I look at the Tunnock's tea cake cushion I've got in the background there. Oh, have you? <laughs> That's me. Is that not a bit cruel? If it's just a cushion, do you not want the real thing? Yeah, it is like a thing of penance. It's like it reminds me. If I keep working hard and I can afford a real Tunnock's tea cake. <laughs> <laughs> Saving my coppers like um, Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. I know it's not. No. <laughs> I was going to say at least we can get them out of like Aldi or something, but I don't actually think they sell them. It's only like Morrison's and Tesco's, and is it? That's actually what I'm surprised at. And honestly, like feel free to correct me here, but do Aldi and Lidl by extension do they have like their own versions of them? Honestly, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been in either of them. Sorry, that's nothing to do with podcasts. No, I just, honestly, I, I don't just know. <laughs> It's just to kind of realise it's like they've got their Mars bars or Milky Ways and things, but no. Maybe they just think, can't. there's no way we can replicate that. That is true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Marks and Spencer's tried it and they're just... Did they? Oh, they're very marshmallowy. You know that way when you bite mm-hmm. into a tonic's tea cake and it's just, it's oh. like melts in your mouth yeah whereas you bite into the ones in martin spencer's and this is like me thinking years back to better times <laughs> apparently <laughs> you know, you bite into them and it's like you know you get resistance to it and you're like Ugh, this no. is just a marshmallow and chocolate with a wee bit of toty biscuit yeah <laughs> oh don't let's not stop talking about that now yeah <laughs> you're making me hungry <laughs> exactly <laughs> That's probably a good place to finish off the show. <laughs> Don, honestly, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. It's been fun. I've enjoyed it. So before we finish up, where can these lovely listeners at home find your content? You can find it on wherever they get their podcasts, but you can get everything at scottishmergers.com. Everything's there. So visit it. <laughs> I would second that as an absolutely fantastic, A, fantastic website and B, absolutely fantastic <laughs> podcast. So if you're not checking that out, what are you doing? What I'll you pay doing? you later, all right? Yeah, I know, don't worry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, cakes. Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting. <laughs> I was going to say, were you coinciding it with the Royal Mail strike? Oh no, a strike, how awful. <laughs> what a shame. I know, no, no. I'll keep my eye out on you know, those like scam texts you get where it's like, your parcel is here soon, just spend about £100 to get it out the warehouse. It's like, what are you on about? <laughs> Not tea cakes, Don. <laughs> oh, as always, guys, thank you all so so much for listening to this episode. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated with a tonic's tea cake. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>